So this morning on my way to the Cards Against Humanity office space, I was running for the bus after I got off the Belmont bus to the Ashland bus. And I was running towards it and I made it onto the Ashland bus. The bus driver was like, you need to get out for the Olympics. And I was like, that's awesome. No one's ever told me that before. And since I started working out this year, um, I don't feel winded every time I run for the bus. So that's, that's awesome. That's like a really great new aspect of my life. I can run for the bus and not be tired. Yeah, that's, that's goals. Um, yeah. I... I haven't, um, I get winded still a little bit when I climb up the stairs, but I think stairs are stupid. And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Episode 7, Victor Victrola. Serena and Dan finally acknowledge that they are crazy about each other, despite their polar opposite worlds. I guess. They don't really acknowledge that they're crazy about each other. I think that's kind of like they're trying to allude to the fact that crazy about each other is analogous to wanting to have sex with each other. Basically. Because uh, they go, they, um, the first time you see them, they are uh, making out pretty heavily. Yeah. In front of the, there, so like there's this scene where they're in front of their school and like they're trying to figure out who should be against the stairs <laughs> because the stairs are uncomfortable. <laughs> And like they're like neither of us. They need to have better makeout spots since we pay so much money to go to the school. Yeah, which is valid. Yeah, a valid it's, point. It's very true. <laughs> but yeah, um, this episode it's is the introduction of Baby Vamp. Baby Vamp. Baby, baby Vamp. Yes. You go, Baby Vamp. Um, Baby Vamp is Blair Wardorf. She is baby vamp she's baby vamp yeah. i i think we're gonna refer to her as baby vamp for at least in the next couple episodes yeah because who she is baby she's vamp. She, yeah, this is who she is um but also this episode did definitely shaped the course of the television series i think as a whole just because it was the biggest departure from the book series thus far and definitely changed the course of what the television series was and how it differentiated from the books. Yeah. The book and the TV series, as we've discovered the past few episodes, are very, very different, like with Vanessa and like mm-hmm. the characters being like not quite as vapid on the TV show as they are in the books. Yeah. And it's and the book series is far more hysterical than the actual television series. It's more soapy. Mm-hmm. The TV shows way more of a soap opera. Oh my god, yeah. So, um, oh my god, I would love to watch Gossip Girl in the style of telenovela. That would be the most amazing yes. thing. Yes, oh I feel god. like that might actually exist because I know they had made um, like international versions of Gossip Girl. Because why wouldn't they? I'm googling it. But I feel like if um, oh oh my god, there's Gossip Girl Acapulco. <gasps> it's a Mexican teen drama television series. Oh my god, that's amazing! Holy crap! Oh. Oh my god! I need to figure. Oh my god! We have to figure this out. How do we watch this? Right. That's amazing. Pirate that shit. We'll find a way. Okay. Yeah. We'll find a way. Anyways, Gossip Girl: Colon Acapulco. Oh my god, that's how can I not pronounce that? That's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love television and I love the internet. Yeah. Let me see if I can stream it. Buenos días, Acapulco. Les habla Gossip Girl. This is yeah. I was so I was in the steam room yesterday and I was like. I was just chilling there with my towel around me and these two girls next to me are speaking Spanish. And I'm like, I want to learn Spanish so I can listen to what they're saying. So if I start <laughs> watching Gossip Girl off of if it's in Spanish. Maybe, maybe we can become friends with them. Yeah. But this episode was such a departure and I watched it and I think I knew too that I would, because I think when I was watching this live, I was kind of just like, I don't know if I want to watch the series because it was just so different from the books. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this happen. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is so good. 
it is interesting like everything the characters do in this show are just so different than what they would have do, done in the books mm-hmm. and their motive their different motivations for their choices they've made so mm-hmm. um yeah i was definitely into it i think because i, I the reason why um i was kind of turned off is just because of the character of jenny jenny's so different she's so different and i love the book jenny so 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 much and i like tv jenny a lot but i didn't love her as much and she was the character that i rooted for the most in the book series so i was kind of disappointed with how they were portraying her in the television show so um i was not as interested as much as i I wanted to be and then this episode happened and i was like okay i'm sold i'm in for the long haul victor and victrola is one of the best gossip girl episodes i think of the entire series and and just a lot of a lot of shit happens in this episode so let's get into it okay so we start out with you know dan and serena making out Mm -hmm. and it's gross but like it introduces to the fact that these two have been dating for a minute and they haven't had sex yet right and Dan is a virgin and Serena is not a virgin and Dan starts having these like terrible nightmares. Martin Scorsese-esque dream sequences. They are fantastic. Oh my god. The first one. The production value in these dream sequences were top notch. So So terrible. How was I? I don't know. What's this the judges? I was going to give you a three, but since you're a virgin, I gave you an extra point. Hey, I chose to wait. Sex is meaningful, like art. And you don't rush art. Who's art? Did you sleep with him? (laughs) (laughs) It's so so amazing. So good. And the rating was like four and like a negative three. And it was like a negative two because he's a virgin. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, man. So funny. It was so good. So that was good. like that's such a it's just so funny yeah and yeah i was really clever i appreciated that yeah. um and it's like it kind of goes into like you know before you have sex you're like it's this crazy thing and like what if it's not perfect what if i'm terrible at it, it? is a crazy thing and the, and, it, and it's fucked up because like we have all these like hormones as children because we're, we're children we're teenagers yeah. we're children and you know it's like having sex the idea of having sex and having and like children having sex is such a fucked up idea i know and because we are not prepared for the psychological ramifications of sex at all at that time your children still like you live with your parents like to talk about that like we're we have to find time when our parents aren't there so we can do it yeah and it's like oh and i lost my virginity um around that age so like looking back it's like oh my god why did i do that stupid fucking thing i was not ready for that nope not at all so um this was definitely one of those episodes where like oh god i remember that i know horrible horrible awkwardness of like you know trying to figure out when it was a good time if it was the right time should i be doing this why am i doing this pressure and not even so much pressure like but pressure like the hormone persuasion yeah. it's like i just have to do this because ah feelings. it's like it's weird too because like you don't you don't really like consider all the stuff like foreplay which is also very very like mm-hmm. intimate and private to like be part of like the whole sex experience and it's mm-hmm. just like penetrative right. i don't know if we should talk about this but, like we can it's yeah fine. yeah um so it's just like it's it's kind of um like they talk about blair and serena are talking about um sex and she's like blair says like how far have you gone and serena's like we've done almost everything you know besides it and like the whole the whole um rationale that penetrative sex is like the the thing that you're striving for like just leaves out the whole fact that everything else before like like foreplay and like every like just 
oral, all that stuff. It's, it's all still it's all sex. sex. Yeah, and I think that's when because the just the um like penetrative sex, sex has a stigma that mm-hmm. it's like something that has to be perfect and right. like everything leading up to it is nothing. If right, and but like but all the other stuff still counts. Yeah, it's still it's hella still, clowns. Yeah, exactly. And it's still sexual relations, and that's what it is. And it's it's such a it's such a really fucked up thing to do in your teen years. I know. <laughs> Just because you don't have the, the, the psychological um, understanding and the ramifications are still so heady. You don't, you don't have it yet. And you don't have like the, like the ability to think clearly about it either. Right. There's no rationale. So there's no logical, uh, there's no, logical, there's no logic behind it except for the fact that you are, you know, a, a child having all these hormones and you don't know how to process them. And he figured, well, at least we go to pound town, you know, that will be over with. And it's like, no, that's just the beginning. It's not pound town. It's bone city. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's a lot of conversation and they and don't have sex. In they don't episode. have, but so and that's uh, such a relief too. And yeah. they don't have sex in this episode, which I was really happy about. They wait, like you know, you They're should. Teens. They're right, like you should definitely wait when you're in high school, right? And just you know, it'll, yeah. you'll get your moment. You'll be fine. But I do love all the um, all the anxiety leading up to it. And one of my favorite moments is just Dan in his bedroom watching quote unquote oh porn but it's art cinema because of course dan would watch anything he's not gonna like watch like you know something like you know big ticks four or like you know store star dicks number 18, star dicks <laughs> <number> 18. <laughs> rich boy the fourth <laughs> yes yes lonely boy yes oh rich man boy the fourth lonely boy 15 no lonely boy 15 is something else no, that's lonely girl. I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> but yeah, um, he watches art house cinema because of course he would do that because he's Dan. Yeah, and um, he, he gets caught in the ads by Vanessa. Vanessa, who um, you know, still hasn't understood the concept of knocking and um, just you know, still sneaking in through the windows because she feels home there, which I get. Yeah, because they were best friends for a while, even though she's gone for a year. Mm-hmm. And she feels safe there, so she feels like I don't have to, you know, announce my my presence there. Yeah. My presence should be here all the time. So yeah, and so she gives him some advice mm-hmm. when he's like, you know, I'm not watching porn. This is regular. This is art cinema. I'm not planning on having sex with my girlfriend. And she's like, you know what? If I were you, and or if I were Serena, I would want you to hide Cedric, who is his Cabbage Patch Kid. Cedric. Is, he is a running thing in this show. It's so great. He loves him. Um, get some candles and get rid of the football sheets because he has football sheets. Because why? Yeah, he's a tortured artist. Tortured artists don't like football. Maybe it's ironic. Oh my god, I bet it is ironic. He is the original hipster. Oh god. Of course you are, Dan Humphrey. Uh, damn Humphrey. Damn Humphrey. <laughs> he has ironic football sheets. <laughs> yeah. God, I love him so much. <laughs> yeah. So like Vanessa has dick. like previously come into the. The thing when Serena and Dan were like making out mm-hmm. and Come through the window, and they're like, you know, getting they're in the throes of it. There's a lot of hair flipping, making out. there's a lot of hair flipping, a lot of you know, gyrating pul- um, pul- pelvises. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how of- I describe sex. <laughs> yep, just you know, just, just slapping together. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so um, that's happening. So there's already awkwardness around the, I, the, the conversation of um, Dan and Serena having sex and, and um, it's just played throughout this entire episode yeah and uh vanessa you know is you know a good friend talks about like open communication you know and all of that so yeah so then um we cut to lily and um bar are like sort of having a romantic moment mm-hmm. and chuck walks in 
Right. And like, no this... one knows that Lily and Bart are together still. No. Except I, for Dan. Except for Dan. Because, yeah, and randomly. Like that's, yeah, that's still not really a plot point, but like he knows somehow because he snuck out of the Kiss and Lips party, I think. Oh, no, no, no. This is um, the brunch. Oh, the brunch. The wild brunch. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, Dan, uh, not Dan, but uh, Chuck, he has a business proposal because he wants to buy out a downtown club called, it wants to call it Victrola, make into a burlesque bar. I have an investment idea. I am so and, pleased. You know, have something that he can impress his father with that he, you know, it's not just a, you know, a kid who has money and access. And the just, 17 year old. Right. Yeah, exactly. No one ever actually talks about the fact that he's 17 years old. Yeah. Because he looks like he's fucking 25. Precisely. And, and he's, he says like, he's talking to Lily after his father essentially like cuts down his idea mm-hmm. and he's like, my father was born poor and I'm born rich. And that's the only difference. But like, no, shut up. You're you're turning into Donald Trump. That's what's happening. Oh God, let's not talk about him, please. Because okay. <laughs> it gives me a stomach Donald ache. Trump, I know. <laughs> gives me a stomach ache. Um, but yeah, so we have that going on, and Blair is one of um, Chuck's biggest critics, as he said it, and she was impressed by the um, by the portfolio. So there's already kind of like a bond forming in the beginning of this episode with uh, Chuck and Blair, which we will revisit later on. They're so late. Are you coming? Got a pitch at the bar. Victory party here tomorrow. I wouldn't miss it. I'll send a car. Don't be nervous. He's gonna love it. But um, up until that point, you have um, Dan and Serena. They are trying to figure out ways to fuck. Um, Vanessa gives conversation, gives some dating tips. Being honest and open. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have been honest and open with relationships before, and then I don't have a relationship anymore. So, uh-uh. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's the best advice, Vanessa. Um. Yeah, yeah you, you should lie as long as much as possible. Lie as much as possible. Share relationship just, tips. Just lie, lies and li- relation tips. <laughs> relation tips. New from segment. <laughs> relation tips. Relation tips. You just lie as much as possible. Yeah. Don't let them show. Don't don't show your true self until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um and um basically as long as you can get away with it, just don't be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Don't be yourself is my main thing when I'm dating someone, so no one ever finds out that. I watched 14 episodes of TV yesterday. <laughs> it's fine. You make good choices. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, Ch- so Chuck tells his dad to come visit the club after all his meetings. And mm-hmm. Chuck is there like being Chuck, you know, talking to some ladies, trying to get some. And Bart comes in with um, this woman and he's like, I see you're just trying to like use this as a way to get with women. And Chuck's like, no, wait, daddy, please, no. Don't take my money away from me. Yeah, don't take my (laughs) money. And so then, um, so Bart and this woman leave, and he's, like, kind of being handsy with her. Pawing at some Asian chick. Yeah, as Chuck (laughs) describes it, pawing at some Asian chick. P.O.C. alert, she was Asian. Yes. And he tells Lily because he knows about Lily and Bart now, and he, like, kind of has the leverage, just mad as his dad wants to get back at him. And Lily's like... Yeah, and Lily's like, whatever. and <laughs> Right, and she l- believes him, but she's also like, well, we're not official yet. You know, it's, you know, it's, um, it's working, it's a work in progress, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, she doesn't l- lead on that she's actually kind of hurt yeah. until later in the episode. But, um, 
Yeah. Back to Dan and Serena. Back to Dan and Serena. So he takes some um, advice, takes some Vanessa's advice to heart and uh, changes his sheets. Oh, no. They have the, the second. Um... Oh. So there's oh, right, there's another. There's another. Um, there's another dream sequence that Dan has. Yes. And it is. It is a flashback to episode one, the shepherd, shepherd wedding. wedding. Still uh, don't know who the shepherds are. Who the fuck are the shepherds? I don't think we'll ever know. No, but that then sad. Dan's watching Nate and Serena like kind of fornicating, have sex weirdly <laughs> creepy. It's not. It's not interesting sex. It is very boring. It's the otter, you know, the otter hair flips yeah. and the kissing. Yeah, exactly. And the necking, and he's like taking notes, kind of, and just like, it's like the leg wrap. Oh, I should do a leg wrap. Oh, the hair wrap. Does that actually work? And does my shirt have and to be like, open yeah, and bellowy? <laughs> Doesn't hurt. <laughs> and it's so great because it just makes like this very sexy scene into not sexy and awkward, it which is it actually is. Yeah. It's so great. And just all like the weird like Poor tr- Dan. Weird, like weird like smoke bombs happening. So there's a lot of smoke bomb like fog happening and it's like this really magical shepherd wedding sex scene. Which is and it's but it's taking place in the loft where Dan could like, you know, um, take notes and uh, <laughs> you know go from different angles and like you know uh analyze it because that's what he does he analyzes everything yes oh classic but yeah it's really great um but yeah we have um so dan takes um all, all the advice, advice and uh changes his football sheets to and some to- nice Sad yeah, sheets. and then there's like fucking forty candles. Okay, so there's candles, so many candles. No, 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 no. Okay, if you are a male listening to this podcast, awesome. But also, if um, if or a girl, and you like candles, one is enough. Okay, so I have seen a lot of television shows. This happened in the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. Danny and Mindy are making out at Cliff's uh, grandma's funeral in like the back church room mm. and there's candles everywhere and they're so aroused they don't even notice that they can't make a catch curtain catch on fire mm-hmm. and like the state of being aroused makes you less heightened to other sensations except to what's happening to you yeah. you're not gonna go fucking notice if you're on fire don't be around candles and yeah. try to have sex it is the opposite of what you should do yeah like set one candle and then blow it out immediately yeah for like ambiance and like or, nice like, scent use incense or yeah. do it in the forest Right or like get or a, a glad or get, works. Like, get a glad plug in <laughs> plug it in plug it in man plug it in the bedroom and plug it in on the wall like just <laughs> plug it in plug it in oh my god yeah but the, don't do candles man candles are so bad candles, candles are not like, great candles are good if they are candle in the wind they're in a location where they will never let anything catch on fire yeah and they're terrifying yeah. you know what which is also works out the, the little electric candles those are cool yeah those are fine. Because you still get the same kind of or ambience. Or nightlight. Hell yeah. Nightlights are doll. Yeah. I like nightlights. Nightlights shaped like candles. Or Those dinosaurs. Probably. Oh, dinosaur. <gasps> dinosaur ones are so sexy. Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone should be using dinosaur nightlights when they're trying to have sex. Absolutely. It's and, like, green. Want to come over to my, my crib, my pad? I have some dinosaur nightlights. I got a green light. Yeah. 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 I got the green light. <laughs> oh my gosh because sex tips from cns (laughs) yes exactly dinosaur um, lights are the best um yeah so yeah so don't don't have sex with candles is the moral of the story not that anything bad happens but i'm just telling you it's just really terrifying it could happen there's so he has so many candles how did he find time to light that many candles how did he like set off an alarm i know Locks don't have smoke alarms? Clearly they don't. Guess not. Mm -mm -mm. That is bad moves. But 
they don't have sex but they do have a very very sweet vulnerable moment because serena is nervous and scared even though she's not a virgin and dan's like what like you're scared too and she's like yeah because no one's ever looked at me that way before i never had someone who like actually gave a shit about me or actually looked at me when they're fucking yeah and that's like really fucking sad that she's having like you know soulless sex out in this world at 17 yeah that's the kind of shit you think about when you're 35 yeah right now when you're 17 we wouldn't know where neither of us is 35 no but still probably probably yeah so then we that's like their whole relationship is adorable but then we go back to victor and victrola Mm-hmm. and earth to the the club what's it called the victrola victrola yeah um the victrola club and oh no i'm sorry we go to wait we go to blair well yeah um we go to blair who's like she's she knows about she's um, talking to jenny she knows jenny well, in the last episode jenny definitely talked to her about the kiss they had that conversation no that was this episode right no yeah, because they. Oh, it was this episode? Yeah, so then you're right. I'm sorry. So Jenny ta- tells Blair that Nate mistook her for Serena at the ball and told Serena that he still liked her. Mm-hmm. At the ball, he told me he wasn't over Serena. How did he tell you that? Because I was wearing her mask. He kissed me. Miss Jenny. For good. And Blair, you know, Do- goes yeah. Blair's pissed yeah. Avi, and she goes and she does typical Blair form she keeps it all inside until she can blow it up <laughs> in somebody's face yeah and um that night her family um Eleanor her mom and Blair having dinner with the Archibalds because of business because of business and also um monarchy weird incestuous shit's going on oh my god and they're trying to pimp out pimp out nate they like get them in order to seal the deal with their business deal they're trying to seal the deal with um, eleanor's company yeah yeah and it's really fucked up and horrible and it puts the kids and it puts the kids in a really awkward situation because nate is literally doing it so he can um keep his family afloat and he's still in love with serena and he's still in love with serena and then blair is being you know used as a prop because it's not really about her relationship with nate but it's about his his relationship with her mom yeah and so it's just like sad and so like she a lot of weird shit going on so she talks to nate and breaks up with him right is that right well they break up they um they break up later but what happens is is that um nate dad is having having like basically he's all wound up on engagement ring i can hardly contain my joy blair why don't you try it on no thank you it's all right yes i would like to see it and give it to blair dad she doesn't want to try on the ring howie why don't we just let it alone just give it to the girl and and drinking a lot yeah and and he's like hey hey blair try on this ring yeah and it's really fucking weird and then nate's like hey dad let's go downstairs and take a breather and then he pulls him aside and is like dad i know the cook is yours what the fuck and nate's and and the captain's like you can't do this we're trying to like you know like like, it's fine you know i tried it once it's whatever i didn't even like it even like it and it's like you, you like it a lot because you're on it right now pretty much and they have a tussle in front of the on um, front of blair's building and nick gets punched and the police is right there already yeah they've been Boop. waiting they've been sitting diagonally for right, this to happen fast it is... it's like damn upper east, upper east side has like police on lock like immediately like they're right there yeah and um nate pays off the doorman say that you know he went he went home he was tired instead of telling he went to the police um, police department and blair sees this from the window so so, like they arrest the captain they arrest the captain and they find find the coke in his pocket right um 
Blair goes downstairs, tells Nate, like, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me about your dad? Like, you could have talked to me. Nate's like, you could have talked to me. I, I tried to talk to you, but you were, like, all caught up. She's like, yeah, about that party. I know that you killed, you know, you, you try to kiss Serena. Yeah, and, like, still in love with her. And still in love with her. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm, I'm tired of you casting me aside. And they break up. And mm, baby and, vamp, baby vamp, and baby vamp goes into the limo heading to Victrola. Where's Nate? I think we just broke up. Now, back to Victrola, back at the ranch at Victrola. Um, Nate, not Nate, I'm sorry, Chuck. Chuck and Blair are sitting together on the couch, and mm-hmm. he's basically goading her, like, You would never do that, you would never do burlesque. And she's like, I got moves. But before that, though, oh. um, Chuck's dad, Bart, comes and um, brings the POC oh, right. Asian woman and says that she's interested in, in investing in your company, not just me, uh, not me, but her. Yeah. She wants her own Titan. She wants to be a Titan as well. She says, um, I'm tired of reporting on Titans and I want to be one. Which is great. Yeah. I love that. Because, yay, ladies, on top. Um, and uh, once Bart leaves and shows uh, the, um, the respective uh, reporter, uh, the tour that's when Blair shows up yeah tells Nate and tells Chuck right away uh, me and Nate broke up so that's a thing and she wants to like escape yeah and go she's into like the... she's relieved that it happened mm-hmm. and then Chuck is like you wouldn't go up there you know you know teasing her and she's like I got moves I got moves no you don't baby vamp no no and you don't she, no but she goes up there anyway with her quote-unquote moves. moves and does a little striptease and her dress Oh my god, her dress so, is amazing. So nice. We're gonna talk about that in fashion yeah. report for sure. But oh man, such a f- interesting moment in the series because you see, you know, Blair who is you know tightly wound, who is perfect in every way, perfect ace, um, perfect grades, perfect clothes, perfect face. Like she perfect is perfect boyfriend, perfect boyfriend, Eight. and now it's all falling apart. She doesn't have a boyfriend anymore. She, you know, um her mom's business might be in peril like things are things are happening mm-hmm. so she's like i gotta gotta escape gotta escape and she goes to the person who is the opposite of her current boyfriend chuck, chuck and who's the best friend of her current boyfriend mm-hmm, but it's completely opposite and uh she goes up there and she lets her guard down and uh there's a little baby vamp dance. Baby vamp. Baby vamp. I love baby vamp. So like, th- there's another person of color who's mm-hmm. a drag queen there, and um, she. Uh, they. They. Yeah. They call Blair baby vamp, and that is the best name. Who's that girl? I have no idea. You go, baby vamp. Best name. It's perfect for her, and uh, you know, it's it's really great. And uh, Blair has a moment in the sun. It's so it's so perfect and then so we go back to nate mm-hmm. and then nate's talking to his mom and nate's like why don't we just like he just had cocaine it's like not gonna be that much money and then apparently the captain was also arrested on charges of embezzlement and fraud yep he's been stealing stealing from stealing business. and dealing yeah stealing and dealing and uh they had to put up a million dollar collateral and house lawyers. There's a lot of thing going on. A lot, of, a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So this, the captain being arrested, just blowing up the entire world for yep, Nate. Yep. And uh, he's a little bit of a um, what was the guy? Um, the guy with the billion dollar shit. Um, huh? Ponzi. Ponzi. Well, it's I'm about Ponzi. Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of Bernie Madoff thing happening, which was on topical. Yeah. Oh, at that time, I guess. Yeah. So that is 
um one of the biggest but then one of the biggest moments in the entire episode and what changed the course of the series is what happens after the baby vamp dance baby vamp so Blair's in like this weird mood right now where she's like, I just did this thing that mm-hmm. I would like never do for my normal back self. Back of the limo. And Chuck is like totally enamored by her. He's like, wow, like you are awesome. You're not who I thought you were. Amazing out there. I don't want this moment to ever end. Where everything's nothing without you. Yeah, and then one thing leads to another. Kissing leads to sex. And uh, purring, apparently. Ew. And and somebody loses their V-card in the back of the limo. It's Blair. Blair loses her (laughs) (laughs) V-card. So Blair and Chuck have sex with each other. Yeah, to to the sounds of Sum 41. It is so romantic. That is the most romantic song they could possibly (laughs) have sex to. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it got lit. So uh, <laughs> it was lit. <laughs> like the candles would have been if you don't take precaution. Yes. And so, if you want lit sex, practice safe sex and don't use candles. <laughs> oh Save me sex tips. TM. Yes. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was such a departure from the book series. Um, in the book series, the main um, Blair was never romantically attached to chuck not even a little bit they barely had any scenes together really they yeah just... chuck was kind of always like an outsider yeah he's like an insider him and his him and his monkey yeah so. <laughs> and his ascot <laughs> yes um and it was it was uh it was definitely a departure um and the these two characters now chuck and blair um as you go on through the series become kind of a power couple so it was um interesting nonetheless um and I think it's just one of the best episodes of the series that's mm-hmm. done because it's a lot of it, it just changes everything. And it like makes Gossip Girl into like not something like the characters are starting to get well defined mm-hmm. and like you kind of know things about them. Then you you have like expectations and how they would act and they're they're fulfilling sure. them. It's great. Yeah. And it's not just a it's not a book series that turned into a TV show. It's, its own thing. Yeah. So they just their characters based on a tel- on a book series, and the book series come to life. So, which um, is great. Yeah, and um, it turns into completely something else. So, uh, yes, what a great great episode. Let's get into fashion. Okay, so Blair was wearing for most of this episode this this gorgeous dress. It was like gorgeous this, dress. This oh. like light blue or mint, like light green. mint. We're not designers. We don't know. We can't yeah. tell. Um, it's like it's a lace dress, and it's like long sleeves. It's shorter dress and it's like gathered to a high collar with a ribbon around it and it just and it's just got like black details and accents and it's just so gorgeous so gorgeous and i need it and mm-hmm. it has like black black piping on the sleeves and black buttons and it's just so pretty and i want it yeah it's it's gorgeous it's a one of her i think one of her defining looks on the show actually because it's such a, it was such a huge turning point in the series mm-hmm. when i think about blair I, I usually think about that dress. Oh, wow. Yeah, like it's such a huge, significant yeah. moment for her as a character. So that dress is definitely... This dress is also like kind of representative of her because it's like, you know, high call. It's very mm-hmm. conservative. And definitely. then she's like stripping in a, to a burlesque routine with yeah, this and, and, like very conservative dress. Right, and then, and then, leaves, and then leaves with a, a slip. Yeah, and then has sex in the back of the limo. Well. So yeah, it's... And um, this moment too is definitely cropped up for the rest of the series and the season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good so good um let's talk about um the choices of uh music 
music. Yeah. The music in this show. Some 41. Some 41 had a great huge, song to lose your virginity huge to. Huge moment. Um, Another Subie sex tick. <laughs> yes. Um, what else? There was other music. Um, there was a song called Hey Stripper. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. By, what was it, the Soho's? The Soho Dolls. Oh, the Soho Dolls, yes. Hey Stripper. It's a song about Hey Stripper. I want to be your mister. And like, I don't really understand what this song is about. Nope. It's fine. <laughs> um, what else? That's what like Blair is stripping to. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What Elliot else? Smith. Yes, Elliot Smith was um, um, playing while uh, Dan and Serena were getting their groove on before um, with all the candles. And it was, and it's just like, of course, he's playing Elliot Smith, and it was yeah. on a record, and it was skipping. Of course, it was. And it was oh, like he threw something at it. Oh, he threw tweet. something at the record with all the candles, and I had like a moment oh, of anxiety. Oh God! Yes. Oh God! Like, I you forgot don't about throw that. your stuff at when there's oh, candles. You don't God. throw something flammable at it. Fucking Dan. Man. So stupid. Damn Humphrey. Damn Humphrey. What are you doing? Anyways, yeah. Oh man. So. Yeah, and uh, Dan also is very hairless in this because he was a high schooler, and I'm sure they waxed everything. And it's yep. amazing. He's so hairless. <laughs> He's so hairless. Oh, little perversion boy. So adorable. Oh. So cute. Oh man. So, um, best character. Best character, Blair. Blair. Oh my God, baby vamp. Baby vamp. Love her. She owns this episode. Um, it was making some bold choices. She did, and you know, she took. You know, she owned her sexu- sexuality. She owned her femininity. She, uh, and she kind of just, you know, she took upon herself to break up with Nate. You know, even though she loved him and she loves him, she was tired of being pushed aside. Mm-hmm. And it was just nice to see her stand up on her own two feet, which is something that you really haven't seen. You know, she she lashes out. Yeah. But she hasn't been strong. It's just been her trying to get the things that she thinks she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that was dope. Um, worst character? I don't know. I I like. I don't want to say anyone in this episode. They're all yeah. kind of they're awesome. Kinda, they're kind of great. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I I kind of want to say Dan just because he's so fucking awkward. Yeah, but like, and, it's, but also, I think these are natural reactions to like totally wanting to have sex for the first time. Totally, but also like worse than way like ugh with your ironic football sheets. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, fucking and, and all those candles and of course stop trying Elliot. to burn your loft down. You don't like you can't. It's a great it's a great loft in Dumbo, man. You cannot you can't buy that kind of real estate yeah. anymore. Um and. Also, just like worse than way, like oh god, you're you're fucking hipster ass. You're the worst. But I like, I love you, but also you're the worst. Damn, Humphrey. So yeah, Dan is the worst in this episode just because of his painfully, painfully hipster oh, self. Oh, I know. So so hipster. So this episode, we're gonna speculate that Gossip Girl is probably Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Vanessa has she has a sex is meaningful like art, and you don't rush art. And how does she know that? She knows everything because she, she must be Gossip Girl. And she just, she just pops up. Yeah, she just shows. She knows what's going on. She's like probably trying to break up Serena and mm-hmm. Dan. And she's like, oh, they're probably having sex right now. This is all speculation, obviously. Obviously. Because we don't know who that is. No. But yeah. Yeah. So obviously. Definitely Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So that was episode seven. Such a great episode. Such a good episode. How would we rate the episode? Um, I would rate it a 10. Love I rate it a ten too. Love this episode so much. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. yeah, I I just it it's one of those episodes where you I like when I tell people you should watch Gossip Girl, 
I kind of recommend this episode for oh, him. That's a good idea. I was like, you're gonna watch. If you have an episode, like watch this episode. Watch it, like, because yeah. it just because uh, most of the characters who were on the show for the first the April future are on this episode. So mm-hmm. you kind of and you can see the dynamics and it's and it's one of those episodes that's kind of like teen of the week. You know, it was like you know after school specials because they talk about like sex in a very frank way, <laughs> but also there's a lot of like really interesting like fucked up shit going on with the adults like everyone has a part to play and i think in these last few episodes all the all the plots that are going to happen for the foreseeable future in this season yeah kind of kind of come in rotation this episode kind of like brought together a lot of like seeming just plot devices that happened in the last few episodes mm-hmm. like like the whole you know nate doing the stupid poker game whatever mm-hmm. and like that was just like all these storylines that we were like why is this here mm-hmm. it, it kind of comes together in this episode yeah and it's and it's god damn it's, it's so, so good. good it's so good in a way that like you know when some people are like Gus girl's trash i'm like watch your episode. Trash. watch this episode it's really good writing you know and that's something that i probably won't say often about this show but this episode definitely um they showed their ass a little bit in mm-hmm. the writing room it's so. fun it was really good and show creativity because um again this um this whole plot was not in the book series yeah it's just based on the book not the same exactly so yeah that is the episode thank you guys so much for listening you can follow us on gossip girl pod a gossip girls pod on twitter we will hopefully have a facebook soon tumblr we're, we're gonna try to take over the internet essentially yeah so um you can go to our website at gossipgirls.simplecast.fm where you can follow us on rss feed and you can also something some donations if you feel so inclined because we like to take your money so we can <laughs> keep this buy ourselves some nice clothes like we're in gossip girl and or bite eat. it to balls and like just keep this thing sustainable because we eat, like doing yeah. it you know we like doing it and this is also for fun but also you know support art because it's art yeah sex is meaningful like art and you don't rush art exactly <laughs> precisely thanks to cards against humanity for letting us record in their space they're awesome they're so buy great. their products please buy their products they're really great and yeah yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening we'll be back next week i'm s and i'm share and i'm c fuck i'm sorry <laughs> i'm s and i'm c you know you love us xoxo <laughs> <laughs>